0: Have you ever been called a liar before? I have a distinct memory of sixth grade math class, Miss Spradlin calling me a liar. In fact, she said, Matt Hotho, you lie, lie, lie. And it was because I'd said that I had done my homework and I hadn't. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. Uh, What is important for today is that in the letter of 1 John, uh, the author uses the word liar over and over and over again to put up a distinction between what the truth is and what the lie is, the truth is following Jesus, and the lie is not following Jesus. The truth is saying that you're like Jesus, and the lie is doing things that don't line up with who the person of Jesus is. And so in today's message, our senior pastor, De Vega, is going to unpack this idea of what it means to actually behave like Jesus, to have the mind of Jesus, and to do the things that Jesus would do, lest we be thought of as liars. So check it out, and I'll be back at the end to give you some next steps.
1: Let us pray. O God, open our eyes to empathy, curiosity, and humility, that we might be generous and compassionate toward others and ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. Some of you may remember the classic game show To Tell the Truth, which debuted in the 1950s and has updated versions through today. The premise of the show was that a panel of celebrities interrogated three ordinary-looking guests, all of which claimed to be the same person. And at the end of the questioning, the celebrities would each choose which of the three they believed was telling the truth. And then the host, Bud Collier, would say, will the real person please stand up? The show later spawned imitation programs such as What's My Line? I've got a secret and the moment of truth. We've always seemed to have had a fascination with the art of telling a lie. And to tell you the truth, so does the first epistle of John, the basis of our current worship series. John has a fibbing fixation. The word liar is one of his favorite words, using it as many times in his five brief chapters as all the other New Testament books combined. His letter reads like one long polygraph test. In chapter one, you know you are a liar if you say that you are sinless. Justin preached about this last week. In chapter two, you know you are a liar if you say you believe in God, but refuse to keep God's commandments. In verse 22, You know that you're a liar if you deny that Jesus is the Messiah. In chapter 4, you know you are a liar if you say you love God but hate another person. And in chapter 5, you know you are a liar if you say you believe in God but not believe that Jesus is whom the church says he is. Those are harsh words. No other book in the Bible puts it quite this bluntly. And at the end, you almost expect John to say that your pants are on fire, or at the very least, we might hear John say, will the real follower of Jesus please stand up? Well, if you want to know who the real follower of Jesus is, John tells us how to spot them in verses five and six of today's scripture reading. He says, by this, we know that we are in him. Whoever says I abide in him, Ought to walk in the same way as he walked." In other words, it's not simply about saying whether you're a Christian. It's about following Jesus, living as Jesus lived, and thinking as he thought. Several years ago, the Barna Research Organization conducted an interesting survey among self-professing Christians. They wanted to determine whether Christians acted more like Jesus or more like Pharisees. Their premise was straightforward. They defined following Jesus to mean modeling both his actions and his attitudes. And to be more like a Pharisee would mean the same thing, model the actions and the attitudes of the Pharisees. The survey was only 20 questions long with five questions covering each of the following four categories. Actions of Jesus, Attitudes of Jesus, Actions of a Pharisee, and Attitudes of a Pharisee. Each question was based on insights from the Gospels themselves. So here are the actual questions. Under the category Actions of Jesus, the surveyors asked, 1. I listen to others to learn their story before telling them about my faith. In recent years, I have influenced multiple people to consider following Christ. I regularly choose to have meals with people with very different faiths or morals from me. I try to discover the needs of non Christians rather than waiting for them to come to me. And five, I am personally spending time with non believers to help them follow Jesus. Under Attitudes of Jesus, the surveyors asked number one, I see God given value in every person, regardless of their past or present condition. Two, I believe God is for everyone. Three, I see God working in people's lives even when they are not following Him. Four, It is more important to help people know God is for them than to make sure they know they are sinners. And five, I feel compassion for people who are not following God and doing immoral things. Again, these are actual attitudes and actions of Jesus directly taken from the Gospels. And I wonder how you would do in answering each of them. But as i said that's only half the survey the other questions asked respondents to reflect on actions and attitudes of the pharisees under actions of a pharisee surveyors asked one i tell others the most important thing in my life is following god's rules two i don't talk about my sins or struggles that's between me and god three I try to avoid spending time with people who are openly gay or lesbian. Four, I like to point out those who do not have the right theology or doctrine. Five, I prefer to serve people who attend my church rather than those outside the church. And under attitudes of a Pharisee, the Barna surveyors asked, One, I find it hard to be friends with people who seem to constantly do the wrong things. Two, it's not my responsibility to help people who won't help themselves. Three, I feel grateful to be a Christian when I see other people's failures and flaws. Four, I believe we should stand against those who are opposed to Christian values. And five, people who follow God's rules are better than those who do not. Yikes, those are, those are hard questions too, huh? How would you answer them honestly or in the spirit of first john how would you tell the truth about yourself and not lie well barna shared those results and it turns out that a majority of christians actually live more like pharisees than jesus 51 percent of people who say they follow jesus are actually more self-righteous in their actions and attitudes. And what percentage of people are truly more like Jesus in their minds and behaviors? 14%, only one in seven. Ah. The scripture reading today puts it this way. Whoever says I have come to know Jesus but does not obey his commandments is a liar. And in such a person, the truth does not exist. Are you more Christ-like in attitudes, but not action? Or more like Christ in your action, but not your attitudes toward others? Or are you both? Or are you neither? I don't know about you, but my own reflections on these 20 questions show that I have a long way to go myself in going 10 for 10 on the Jesus questions and 0 for 10 on the Pharisee questions. And I suspect that's true for you, too. There's comfort in knowing that you and I aren't alone. It's not only a problem for Christians today, it's been this way since the first century. That's why John wrote this whole letter to begin with. But the stakes are high. Survey results like this just underscore why many people outside the church view Christians the way they do. Too many unchurched or formerly churched people have long thought that Christians are less like the Jesus that they claim to follow in actions and in attitudes. That's why six years ago, this church clarified its mission statement as part of our visioning process. Our mission is to make God's love real. How? By teaching us to follow Jesus. By teaching us how to go 10 for 10 in his actions and his attitudes, not to be self-righteous or judgmental, but to love, to love God and love all people without exception, so that we as a church can be less like the 51% in the Barna survey and more like the 14%, more like Jesus, less like the Pharisees. In the 1950s, there was a man named Clinton H. Goodwin, who lived in Los Angeles. At the age of 20, Goodwin descended into a life of crime. He burglarized several stores and gas stations. He was involved in a gunfight and was eventually arrested and tried and sentenced to San Quentin prison. He'd made a mess of his life. While in prison, he was introduced to Jesus Christ by one of the chaplains, He turned his life over to Christ and when he was released, he determined to devote his life to following Jesus, both in action and attitude. He became the superintendent of the Union Rescue Mission, the largest relief and support organization in Los Angeles that served thousands of unhoused persons throughout the city. In 1958, he appeared on a television game show called to tell the truth. Along with him was a retired army officer and a public relations attorney, but there was only one Clinton Goodwin, only one former burglar turned minister, the only one of the three who was telling the truth. Among the celebrity questioners was a young, fresh celebrity named Betty White and a young newsman named Mike Wallace. Neither of them guessed who the real Clinton Goodwin was, but two of the panelists did. They guessed it right, and they said it was because there was something different about the real Clinton Goodwin. One of them said there was a sort of kindness and gentleness about him that made them believe that he not only did the right things, but he had the right attitude too. So, how about you? If you were in a lineup of people who all claimed to be followers of Jesus, would people know that it was you? And would you be telling the truth? John said, by this we know that we are in Christ. Whoever says I abide in him ought to walk in the same way as he walked. Would people say you were more like a Jesus follower or a Pharisee? And most importantly, what would happen if Jesus were to say, would the real follower of mine please stand up? And would you be telling the truth? Let's pray. God, thank you for calling each of us to stand true in following Jesus with both our hearts and our hands. It's not easy. It's far too easy to be like a Pharisee but help us to love with an openness of attitude and an eagerness to serve so that we can love you and love all people just as Jesus did. In his name we pray,
0: amen. I hope you found this message helpful, maybe even a little bit convicting. Uh, If you want to take that Barna survey for yourself, there's a link in the notes below, as well as some reflection questions. And as always, our next steps page, in case you want to join a small group, get connected with our church, join us in person, or find out more about our organization. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you next time.